Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. November 5th, 1877, San Marcos, California. Something is coming. Something frightening. Something appealing. Take off your clothes. Something from 105 years in the future. This is a man. He is not the devil. Time Rider, the adventure of Lyle Swan, a man who found his future in the past. Rated PG. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sucks. Well, hello, sir. What happened? I don't know. You I tell me. I don't. Uh, what am I telling you? <laughs> you just said it fucking sucks. I don't know. I know. I played my intro, so I had. Uh, oh. Yeah. I yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah. I can't hear anything on my end, so I, I thought okay. Joe was complaining about something. Yes. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic episode. Two eighty-seven. 287, because Joey is the keeper of the numbers, and I am the keeper of the pointless opinions. <laughs> and uh, That's welcome okay. to welcome to Movie Sucktastic, where this episode we're reviewing the time travel film, uh, Time Writer, The Adventures of Lyle Swan. And, and can I just say, you won this week. Who do you mean? Because I hated this movie. <laughs> this is not a good film. <laughs> no. Wow. Now, all right. I mean, we'll get into it, but wow, did this movie fucking blow. Now, I want, I, want to, I want to dial back to the last episode where I'm trying to give Joey Hanson the guess what episode I'm challenging him to. That's right. And, and he got it when I said, it's a motorcycle, time travel, and the motorcycle's on the cover. He's like, oh, yeah, it's Time Rider. 
Well, I, no, actually, I couldn't remember the name. You did help me, but I did remember the it. film. Like, oh, that. Yeah, I was I like, that. yeah, the one that looks like it could be a video game box art and all that bullshit. So, yeah. I, Holly watched this with me, and, <laughs> and I showed her the cover, and she's like, I recognize that. So I know you do. Yeah. Because this was in every mom and pop shop, and the movie was on on HBO for the longest fucking time. Oh, forever. And it was, uh, uh, Scott challenged this to me off of my challenge to him of my science project. Right, because time travel. Yeah, you're going to like my challenge. And I gave you a choice. I said this or Millennium, which is the only time travel film that I don't like. And, that's, <laughs> and again, I like Kate and Leopold. Time travel films, I have a really strong bias on. You de you definitely, more than I do. Really? Um. Oh, <laughs> The minute you throw time travel in there, I'm just like I'm like drooling. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now um, I I have three challenges for you. I have one that I want to do, and but I will give you the choice, and we'll get to oh, that wow. later. We'll get to that later. We're getting soft. That's the problem. Well, and well, also we're, it's it's near the end of the holiday. Now, are we re real quick? Are we recording next Thursday? Uh, what's next Thursday? The twentieth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm available. The are the following Thursday, I am not. That's two days after Christmas. Why? Because we're taking the family down to Cape May. Why? Because I didn't make that decision. Why are you going to Cape May in the middle of winter? Because we got the room for like nothing, and it's got an it's got an indoor pool and you, you mayor wanted mayor wanted to do nothing? it. Mayor wanted to do it. Uh, almost nothing. I mean, this you know room why? in the, this room in the summertime. Cape May in the middle of winter. And that is exactly true. This room in the middle of summer might cost three, four hundred a night. I think we got it for like ninety bucks. But so. you know why? Because it's fucking December. Yes. There. Listen, right. I, I, I'm not defending the decision. You well, talk to my wife. Well, we're recording the week after that, right? Uh, what's the week after? Let's see. That's after New Year's, so we're talking like the oh, uh, uh, the 3rd? January third. Fuck yeah, we're doing our January show. All right, we're doing January show after that. So we could do so the January you, show next whatever week. Whatever, yeah, right. I mean, so I just want to clarify. So whatever you challenge me to tonight, I am not going to be challenging you after that because we're deep in the January and then Oscars. So we've lost control of the format at yeah, that point. We just need to make a note of this because this is what happened last year we didn't know who challenged what until it was like two months later like oh crap yeah. we have a challenge we need to do no I, I i'm not even gonna challenge you after next week i'm just gonna let it drop and then we'll start fresh after the oscars seriously you, you won't challenge me off of the movie no, i give you tonight there's, there's no point because we have to do january films yeah well, you and then we have to do oscars there's no point in doing anything until February is over. But how do we step off into a new film if there's if there's no challenge off the one I gave you? We'll have to review something that's coming out in January or related to it. I guess we could do that. Right. So it'll we'll break cover, this. We'll, it breaks the streak though, and I don't know if I like that. You know what? You know you know what breaks the streak? January and the fucking Oscars. <laughs> it just so, posts. It doesn't break it. It postpones it. It postpones it. Not our fault. All right. Now, now, real quick, before we start reviewing Time Rider, I want to dive in. I have not had time to watch a lot of films recently because, one, been busy, and two, I downloaded, stupidly, Fallout 76. <laughs> so you've just been completely 
uh, well, invested no. in that. What happened was, is my wife, Holly, she got into it. So now she wants to play it every night. So I get home and like, yeah, oh, we can watch movies. Like, no, I want to kill things. All right. <laughs> so now, yeah. So she's dragging me into this when, so I can't watch. The only time I can watch films is when she's not home. So Got it. the last couple of days, I've been filling in for somebody getting home early. So I've had like a two-hour buffer between when she gets home. Like here, here, here's the whole thing. You know, the like the 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 um um what's his name? The black comedian, the the funny Kevin, one. Kevin Hart. No, the other no, the funny one. The funny one. That's his own TV show. What, Chris Rock? No, the one that had his own TV show. Uh, sh- oh, Martin Lawrence. No, the funny I'm, one. I'm oh, Dave Chappelle. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle had this whole skit where, yeah, when the wife's not away, yeah, I'm masturbating. I'm like stroking it, and and my whole thing is, if I get a period of time where my wife is not at home. You know what I do? You watch movies. I watch a movie uninterrupted. <laughs> I like I start the film, and then I don't move until the film's over. That's my masturbation at this point at, at forty-five. <laughs> and my my masturbation at forty-five is I get to watch a film without having to pause it every twenty fucking minutes because something kind of like came up. Oh, uh, dude, we've been watching Scrooge for the last three fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> so. So I was going to work at I, I was leaving for work at like five a.m. and yeah. she she just started her new job. She gets home at like six, so I'm getting home like I have two hours to kill. What am I gonna do? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch fucking Venom. <laughs> oh, so I haven't I seen it yet. Venom. How was it? I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people liked it. I liked it. Uh, it's your guy, Tom Hardy. I like Tom Hardy. Yeah, you got a hard on for him. I don't uh, have a hard on for him. You I just, do. I, you I really. Re- do. I really. You really. Well, do. you Maybe know not what? So much. You know now, what? Was, if he didn't make s- such good films, I mean, come on, fucking now, guy Hardy, hits home was runs. Tom, was Tom Hardy also in um, uh, the the robot film, the um, Upgrade? Upgrade, yeah. No, that's like Tom Hardy light. That's right, like okay. s- that's like some other actor. Yeah, it's like if, if the, I'm watching Venom, like yeah, this Tom Hardy guy, he seems to excel in just like playing the the like the 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 slightly illiterate. Uh, you know, hunched over masculine guy, and he does it well in Venom. No, what I liked with Venom is I just liked the the, the level of humor they put in there with the voiceover stuff. Yeah, it, have you seen it yet? I haven't. Dude, it was fun. Yeah, good. Yeah, and it and you know what? My my I I, I tried to get Holly to watch. It. She's like, no, I don't want to watch it because it's supposed to be the astronaut. It's like, well, we haven't watched the film yet, but they probably cover that. So no, so. Is Eddie Brock, oh, which is also the character that what's his name played in Spider Man Three? Oh yeah, Topher Grace. Topher Grace, right? Yeah. And um, it 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 was fun. It was entertaining. I liked how they handled it. It was you know, Stanley had an appearance. He's dead now. Okay. Yeah, they'll figure out how to get him get yeah. an appearance from him. Yeah, and 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 um, I don't think they're gonna waste money like on CGI, but I wouldn't be surprised if throughout the film you'll see like maybe a, a poster. With his oh, face on it or something. I would love it if they did like a CGI um, Stanley. Like, <laughs> I don't hate true believer. And it's like, oh wow, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? If they did that, the if they did that, the fucking um, uh, Peter Cushing for Star oh, Wars. Oh yeah. Then then fuck it. They can they can animate Stanley's fucking corpse for the next ten. <laughs> but uh, 
but my 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 opinion of Venom, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And at the end, they had a thing with Woody Harrelson about Carnage, and I I vaguely remember Carnage. Yeah, no, a lot of people were actually excited about it. Well, and I vaguely remember Carnage because I, I wasn't a Marvel person. So I asked my wife because she was so upset that they didn't bring the the astronaut in. Hmm. So I said, "Hey, she's in the kitchen." I was like, "Hey, by the way, what was Carnage?" She's like, "I don't know. I don't remember." I said, then sorry. Then why? Then why? You, you then, lose your opinion. <laughs> then why are you not watching Venom? So she may rewatch it at some point. She'll um, watch it. And I watched Venom without having watched um, the last Avengers film, the Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity War. If whatever. I know so, he wears a gauntlet, but yeah, come on. No, in the comic books, it was Infinity Gauntlet. So <laughs> that's why I say that, because um, I do the, the, still have a background in comic books. The but new trailer so, just hit the other day. So the end of uh, did it? Yeah, Captain not, Marvel. So and Venom, the new trailer for they do a uh, Spider-Man thing that kind of spoils. Infinity War, if you haven't seen it, and the only reason I know it spoils it because my coworker Miss Miss um, Spoiler Alert spoiled it already. Oh jeez, I hate um, that. <laughs> Danny did that at a birthday party, and the whole table was like, "Whoa, dude!" I know Danny did it to us. <laughs> oh, he did. That's right. That's right. Spoiler and it's like, alert. Jesus Christ, stop it! I know you're eight, but let's come on. I have time. I'm sending him a Christmas gift, and it's a T-shirt that says "Spoiler Alert." I'm telling you. <laughs> Fucking down. I love that. Um, but I just want—I just wanted like the only other film I've gotten to squeeze in the past week was Venom. I just wanted to say I saw it. I thought it was decent. Um, I mean, it's your average film. I, okay. I, I wouldn't—I wouldn't give it above a seven, really. Okay. But but, uh, uh, but Time Rider. But anyway, <laughs> I just want to get that out of the way before we got the Time. No, Rider. that's fine. So, that's totally so we're fine. Time Rider. Which is a 1982 film yeah. um, about time travel. So you're already fucked. Although, you know that. Can, can, I, can I just say that it, if it were up to Lyle Swan, you wouldn't know it's a time travel film because the fucker doesn't know shit throughout the entire <laughs> film. Including up and, in, up and into the end where, a, <laughs> where the climax happens. And he still doesn't know he's in 1885. In a lot of ways, this is like Flash Gordon, where you kind of realize halfway through, our hero is an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... I I looked at the 51-minute mark. At the 51-minute mark. Because I'm like, when the fuck is he finding out he's in 1885? (laughs) And at the 51-minute mark, she starts talking about the Civil War... And the best he comes up with is, do you realize how weird that is that you just told me that? (laughs) And she's like, you're the one that came here in a machine that nobody knows what the fuck is. You're the one that should be doing the explaining. I kept turning to Holly during the last half hour. It's like, did I miss something? Has he acknowledged yet that he's been in the past? (laughs) And then the scene ends. And he still doesn't inquire or ask any questions. All right. Like, what the fuck? Let's backtrack. I got really, mad, really fucking mad. I have got, I haven't gotten this mad at a movie in a long time. Now, I want to point out real quick that the first thing I noticed that I did not remember. Yeah. Because I remember watching this film on HBO repeatedly as a kid. I've never seen this movie. All right, all right. I oh, remember watching. The only this, thing I know is the but, poster. But 
I also remember not rec- not remembering most of this film except for like a couple of scenes. Right. It's a very un- unforgettable film in that remark. But um, the one thing I didn't realize until we rewatched it a couple of nights ago is like the credits came up. I was like, oh shit, Michael Nesmith wrote this? Yeah. I saw really? that. Mr. Monkeys, my mother. I swear to God, right? when it came up on the screen, I'm like, the fucking monkeys? Yeah, it's like Michael Nesbitt. Oh, yeah, my, my, my mother invented Whiteout, and then I got on a TV show. Holy shit, he, now, not only did he co-write it, uh, but he also did the music for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, let me say front up, I like the music to this. I did, I did, I did think the music was was cool. was, was it was better. A rock to it. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, what it made me think of was in the '80s. A lot of '80s films did not have good music. A lot did not. But and they started making me th- appreciate because I always enjoyed Tangerine Dream soundtracks for their films in the '80s. But it made me appreciate it more because a lot of films had horrible, horrible music, like TV movie music. A lot of them have the TV movie curse for as as far as movie uh music yeah. goes i mean now so the one thing this film doesn't have as an 80s film is the 80s ballad at the end no it doesn't and, and, and that's probably why people forgot this film right you know well besides the fact that it had nothing to offer let's be honest <laughs> all right now the first the first 10 minutes and 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 uh by the way gin martinis tonight for the round sweet i forgot to go get water thirsty Water, fuck water. I got gin. And in, in case, since I'm in Texas now, in case the gin runs out, I have a Shiner candied pecan uh, porter. Candied pecan? It's actually not that bad. Oh, you've had it already? Yeah, this. Yeah, I've already tasted it. Is that? I got their winter mix. Is that cold or is that room temperature? This is cold. I got it out of the fridge. Nice. Room temperature, I, dude. I can't drink. I hate. I can't drink anything room temperature. It just makes me want to fucking gag. All right, gin is okay at room temperature. Beer, no. No, I like ice and everything. It's got or uh, cold or ice. I gotta have it. I don't give a fuck. It just it's the way I am. I I don't know. All I know is I was at a company company holiday party last week at a bowling alley. Don't ask me. <laughs> Mine was and, and, at a cheesecake factory yesterday. Dude, I, I the fir- we went the first time ever went to Cheesecake Factory like two months ago. Oh, first, oh, okay. And it's what, good. what was your opinion of it? I like Cheesecake Factory, and the cheesecake you know is actually pretty I fucking hate, good. I hated the fucking concept of it. We got there, and they were like, "Oh, it's still happy hour." It's like, "Oh, we'll bring this shit out." <laughs> and, and the food was actually good. And I was like, "Shit, I was ready to dump on this place," but the the food's actually decent. Yeah, the cheesecake is expensive. Like. Mayor asked me to bring oh, her home we didn't a slice. Have cheesecake. Oh no! No, no, fuck that. That was the one thing I said. I said there's no way we're having fucking cheesecake at, at the, the cheesecake, cheesecake factory. factory. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. It's the whole point. Like if you went to the gin factory and you drank bourbon, that would no, be wrong. That's different. That's different. If they're called the cheesecake factory and they actually serve meals, I'm not having fucking cheesecake. I remember but the it's, week but it's really good said, cheesecake. Are you it, ready for dessert? Like, fuck no. Just give us a check. No, just no, give us more alcohol. <laughs> but but the, the thing that pained me was, like, the food was good. It was like, yeah. what we ordered was like, wow, this is good. I feel bad now because I wanted the shit on this place. No, I've always enjoyed And, I've and always the only reason it. we went is because yeah. it was attached to a mall we went to when we first came down here the, like with our new house. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I, I bet it was busy, too. The place uh, is no, always... dead because it, of weekday. Oh, weekday. 
weekday. It was like, fuck the, yeah, I was like, oh, it's it's happy hour. No one's here. It's like, oh, give me the list. We're going to, actually, I think we got there like 10 minutes before happy hour. And we told her, we'll wait. <laughs> really? You're going to pull that shit on me? Fine. I'll drink water for 10 minutes. No, you're not going out. Takashi, no. Stupid cat. <laughs> um. So let's dial it back. A little rider. bit, a little bit. Time Rider. All right. Let me let me give the basic premise. Is um, Lyle Swan now? A... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm no. Sorry. What do you have to say? I, I was just gonna say his name is stupid, Lyle Swan. I mean, they're trying to make it sound cool, and the guy rides. He's hold on. Name. The guy. What are you like? Forty, and you ride a dirt bike? It's not even a motorcycle. It's a dirt bike. It no, has a. Well, he looks like he's forty, but he's not. Let me look up. He's Fred like a Ward. grown man riding a dirt bike. Fred Ward was born in forty-two, so yeah, he, he was, was eighty. He was forty. 40. Okay, <laughs> I I would draw any problem I have with that statement. Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was a total guess. I'm just going by his features, um, but it's like you ride a fucking dirt bike. I rode a dirt bike when I was sixteen, not forty. All right. So, it's just like, give me a fucking break with this shit. And it's in the middle of the fucking desert. And The first, the first five minutes of the film oh God, is a POV like, of a dirt bike going through the desert. It's fucking That's stupid. It. It's not only dumb, but as the film actually begins and he's riding around like an asshole, and they're like, oh, that's Lyle <laughs> Swan. He's the best. It's like, F what? Fuck All him, right. his dirt bike, and the fucking desert that he's riding it in. Let me dial it back a bit. All right. So the, during the opening credits with the black screen, you have the voiceover of these people performing this time travel experiment. Right. And they mentioned the fact that government doesn't know about this, so this is kind of secret. <laughs> and, and, and like Holly mentioned to me at one point, says, how come it's not there's not that many people there? So like, well, obviously because they're fucking doing something illegal. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's in the it, middle you know. of the fucking desert. Now, now, and at one point they mentioned the name of the monkey. And oh, it's was, uh, Esther B or something like that. Esther Esther B or, or Esther, Esther G. G, something like that. I just I just had it on my screen and I lost it because it was it, Esther something. And and then when he mentions the name, all the people like that are like the news people are chuckle. Yeah. And I remember turning to Holly and say, "What what's so fucking funny about that name? <laughs> es Esther B, Esther G. Well, what I don't get it." I still don't get it. No, I, I, I don't get anything. it. I was like, "What? What's so fucking?" You're never funny? gonna find anything about this Esther fucking G. movie. Esther G. That was the name of the monkey. Well, the monkey's I, real I, name, by the way, is yeah. Gibbon Monquette. <laughs> Great. And this is the only film that that monkey ever appeared in. Before probably they was it. was was fucking killed in the making of the film. They probably actually oh. stuffed it in that tube. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid, and and, and he just he's he's he has like twenty seconds of screen time. Let's be fair. He's in this race, and he's supposed to be the fucking best. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? Not just this race. Well, he's in a race, and because later on no, in the film, he's like, I got lost. Race. What's the name of the race again? Oh, the, the I forget. He it's does. He he says it later. I did not take notes during this film because I, I did was not either. Too, but he's he's in a, the Baja something. I oh, think. that's right, the Baja Locos. Loco right. Or so this or is a major some... race, but he gets lost during it. But that's the, that's what I'm getting at. If you're supposed to be the best, what the fuck are you getting lost for? 
All right, you know why he's getting lost? I'm because nitpicky, this, but... Because this is before GPS, so they're giving him cassette tapes to play that tell him, this is where you should be at this point in time when you're driving down the ray. At this point, you should be reaching a ridge, and there'll be a tire buried somewhere nearby, and you should make a left. And, <laughs> oh, shit, he got fucking lost. Really? I mean, this is like... I remember like like a, uh, a couple weeks ago, somebody posted, uh, they were saying, yeah, I'm watching all the president's men, and holy shit, back then, when you had to research something, like you had to fucking call people. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, 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 like this guy's like, oh, he has a, he has books, he he has published books. Can you tell me what they are? They couldn't Google search that shit. <laughs> no. They had to ask, ask people. So like, we're looking at 1982. Lyle Swan. He's driving through the desert. What's his guide? He has a map and a Velcro pouch, and he has an eight, he has a cassette tape telling him, you should turn left the next time you see a huge rock formation with a tire buried nearby. No shit, he's fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, so they've, been, they've, they've, they've figured out time travel for GPS. That's fucking light years away. No. So, yeah. And, and, and here's, here's another thing. He goes back in time. Do you know why he goes back in time? Because he drives in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, because making a film about the future is fucking expensive. Going back in time that, costs nothing. Now you're just splitting hairs. I no, I'm, I'm mad because this is what fucking Hollywood does. They they have no budget to make this fucking thing. They, they go back in time because all I got to do is rent some fucking horses and a fucking fedora. All right. Okay? Now, no, 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 no. I'm Hold sorry. I, and, and I'm not a fan. That, uh, I like spaghetti westerns, but I'm not a fan of, like, western right. westerns. Well, and it's like, it's just... It, uh, Let's back up a bit, sir. All right. Now, if he if he traveled to the future, then it would have been like, oh wow, these people are using lasers. This is fucking insane. I must be in the future. When he travels to the past, is like, wow, this guy's not dressed well and he had a heart attack, and these people are acting weird. Like he he's in the fucking Mexico. He doesn't know people. You know what the fuck's going on? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Now he look, asked them for a phone at one point, and no one's like, what's a phone? It's just like, I mean, seriously. It's it just, <laughs> right. at what point am I supposed to, <laughs> to not be nitpicky? I, I don't think at any point in the film he realized he's in the past. No. No. He doesn't. And, and that's what I like about the film. I yeah. love that he runs out of gas. Because it's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going to get that shit, motherfucker? I like the fact that he has, at no point, even when the helicopter arrives to save him, He's like, oh, wow, I'm in the past. I should get out of here. He is never fucking enters No, the helicopter the shows up, and he's like, yeah! You, you know why he doesn't realize he's in the past? Why? Because he's a professional dirt bike rider. That's <laughs> oh, fucking he's, why. He's falling off the bike and hitting his head too yeah. many times? And he's a dirt bike rider who's too maverick to get sponsors. <laughs> I remember I turned I turned to Holly at one point and said, you know, at the beginning of the film, so you know, there's way too much exposition here as to as to why he's a dirt biker. I mean, why are we still talking about him? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, you know, you know, Swan, he's not going to take any, you know, uh, uh, sponsors. Say, like, why does this matter? <laughs> why uh, why aren't we in the past already? What the fuck's going on? 
Yeah, and then so, when he's he's up coming up on the horizon, and they're like, "Oh, I think that's Swan." Oh, yeah, that's Swan. It's like, does the number that he's wearing not give that away? That's what I, that's what I said. That's Swan, <laughs> and she said, "How does he know it's Swan?" It's like because it's number eighty-two. <laughs> it's like, how come these guys are getting confused at all? He's got a fucking red bike. He wears they, red, and he has a fucking number on him and the motherfucking bike. So, from a screenwriting perspective. They spend way too much time painting him as a maverick when when you're talking about time travel has no bearing on the situation whatsoever. <sighs> the fact that he won't take sponsors has no bearing on the fact that tomorrow he's going to be dealing with fucking cowboys. Yeah, right? Doesn't, no, nothing. None. Well, fact. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is exposition setting you up for absolutely fucking nothing. Nothing. On the... What would have been better would have been you like, lose, hey, sir. Hey, <laughs> here's here's what would have been better. Would have been like, hey, you know, Swan. How come he doesn't take any uh, sponsors? It's like, well, it's probably because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> there, problem solved. Problem now, solved. Now when we get to the westerns, and he's like, hey, how come people are talking weird? We're not gonna fucking question it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. All right, all right. So, so the first first act of the film gets him to time travel, right? Right. Yes. All right. So here's the problem with the second act. Now, there's a lot of recognizable actors in this film. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Every single person. Well, when I watched with Holly, she's like, "Oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know that guy. I know. I know." Like every fucking person you know, these are really big name actors. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I could have challenged. that I didn't, and it could it would have could have all been actor related, like uh, actor challenge. Yeah. That would be the connection. From I did not Mauser, do that though. I did not do that though. I mean, Richard Mauser, Peter Coyote, um, uh, uh, what's la- his fucking la- name? Uh, Tracy la- louder, louder, louder. Uh, Tracy Walter. I was like, she's she's like, I recognize him. Who's he? So this is my brother Daryl. Like, is that him? <laughs> That's him. I remember him from the best in the West. That's how long he's been fucking playing the same character. Yeah, yeah he's no. always an asshole. Even LQ Jones, King of the B movie. Uh, I mean, Chris Chris Mulcahy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you bring up this, if you bring up this this film on IMDb, and you just look at names instead of like fucking, uh, if you look at pictures and names, it's like, oh yeah, I recognize everybody in this fucking film. Yeah, there's a lot of people that you recognize in this film. There really is. I I was watching with her, and the minute, the, like, like after the, like ten minutes of dirt bike riding, when when Fred Willard first pulls off his helmet and like shakes his head, she's like, "Ew, what the fuck is that sweaty bastard?" It's like, did you just say Fred Willard? Yeah, Fred Willard. It's Fred Ward. You know what I mean. Fred Willard. It was Fred Ward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, did this film would have been great with Fred? Yeah. You know, that's why I'm. That's why I had to bring it up. You know, it's even it's a better. whole different film with Fred Willard. After like three solid minutes of just dirt bike riding, like POVs, yeah. I said the Hollies, you know, it'd be great if they cut away. And this is actually uh, uh, James Franco from 187 <laughs> Hours or whatever the fuck it's Oh, 127 Hours. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, she's never seen the film. She's like, what's that? They go, it's the guy that got his hand caught. Never mind. I'm funny. <laughs> you shouldn't have to explain why you're funny. Well, she never saw the film. I was like, you know, don't worry about it. It's funny. You know, I'll move on. Uh, you know, it's not her fault. It's my fault. Be funny if he was hallucinating and he saw this Dude, movie. 
dude, <laughs> in 127 hours. Just a quick track. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell him getting old at 45. Uh huh. That that it gets uh, more and more when I make a reference to a film, I have to explain myself. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's getting to that point where I'm like, I got a new, I got a new guy that I hired, and he's how old is he? Ten years younger than me. Ten. Fuck ten. I'm talking. I got I got people twenty years younger than me at my 10? job. No, he's no, he's actually no, he's fourteen years younger than me. But still, that's still not as much as you. But he hasn't seen a lot of stuff, so I'll make movie references, and nothing. You know why? Because they're too busy watching fucking PewDiePie to watch <laughs> real fucking films. That's that's it. That is it. We did hire a new web developer. And he's my age, and I make movie references all the time, and he laughs his ass off. Well, because he was at a point in the history where you had to watch films, and that was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dude. Oh, by the way, I, I scored a minor victory this weekend. Okay. Uh, or maybe it was Monday or Tuesday, because I was working weird hours. Um, Lilith, my younger daughter. Yeah. 19. You know, she's big into the Rocky Horror remake and stuff like that, so we go back and forth kind of bit. Okay. She All of a sudden, she's big into the, to, um, Phantom of the Opera because they have that sequel out now. Oh, I don't know anything about that. There's a, there's like a sequel, Phantom of the Opera. She went to see it with her friend. And Se- so she came really? back. There's a sequel to that shit? Yeah. No, was that to the one that came out in 2004? No, no, no. There's a sequel to the story of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, okay. The, the book has actually been around a bit longer, I think. I remember, re- remember listening to the audiobook. Got it. But anyway, she, she's into it. I'm like, uh, and I keep telling her, have you seen Lon Chaney? She's like, no. Whatever. Oh, so oh. We're, we're together one day. I say, hey, have you ever seen Phantom of the Paradise? She's like, no. She's like, well, if you, it's, it's, it's really, I told her, it's really, it's really um, Rocky Horror Picture Show version of Phantom of the Opera. So she was like, "Oh, okay." So she, we sat down. And I, I started up with this background music, and at one point, like half an hour in, I said, "I was like, are you watching this?" She's and she's on her phone pretending she's not. She's like, "Yes." <laughs> we watched the whole fucking film. Wow. And afterwards, and afterwards, I was like, well, "What'd you What'd you think?" She's like, "I liked it." It's like, there. <laughs> and I was even telling her how how Gary. Um, in interviews, like we'll reference back to the fact that I made him watch it. Oh right, I did. I, yes, he did. Yeah, he's I always her, said that. I told her, said if you listen to Black Parade, you now that you've seen this film, if you listen to Black Parade, you'll hear specific scenes where it references this directly. So, so me versus the previous generation, I scored one. <laughs> I I cut through the angst, and I fucking got something paid attention to. There you go. So. I just want to bring that up. There you go. But, um, yeah, so, what were we talking about before that? Uh, we were talking about... Um, Time Rider. T- well, yeah, but I'm trying to remember specifically what that was. Um, it's my fault. I apologize. Yes, you got sidetracked. Uh, a couple of martinis into it. So. You sound like you've had a nice martini or two. You know, you say that, and now I, I take offense. Don't take offense. Okay. All right. Fine. I won't. <laughs> I always I flash. Easy. I always flash back to the Oscar episode. Don't. No. It's never going to be. It's never going to be that bad ever again. Well, no. No. Because. <laughs> it's episode because, uh, sixty-three for anyone that wants 60, to see that. Sixty-three. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just tune into the last twenty minutes of that show. Do we have the We have the video up for that. 
Um, the video did go up, and I think the it was taken down because it was like for copyright issues. Because it was, it actually has sound, and I'm like, a, shit, I can't argue this. A guy can't vomit into a New Jersey Devils film. Now, what uh, I, New Jersey Devils can during the Oscars and wh- get it on YouTube. What the what, fuck? What what I can do is I can just cut the last twenty minutes, which doesn't include Oscar stuff at all, I'm and then that that will go through. Because unlike unlike our, our recent addition to the Supreme Court, I can admit my past mistakes. <laughs> um. <laughs> But so here's what I was gonna say about time time writer. Yes, you get past the first act of just bike riding and oh. and set up for the for the time travel. So bad. And he actually time travels. So the second act is him like like stumbling upon southern like west like uh, western people, cowboys. Yeah, west. I like the fact that he kills the guy. <laughs> he, he certainly does. Just with his flashlight. Hey, Mister, you all right? <laughs> He, with his flashlight, he gives the guy a fucking heart attack. <laughs> and he's like, where the fuck am I? And he, he buries the guy under the fucking rocks. And by the way, is that actually a thing? I, I, I've i seen that in so many fucking movies where they can't bury a guy, so they just cover him with rocks. Yeah. Is that really acceptable? I really don't think it is. I, I, I mean, I, is that a, is that is that done so that uh, wild animals don't get to the body? I it, guess It's so, kind of, you know... Deter, de- deters them away. Now, 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 in respect to the film, there's a parallel between that scene with him, where the bad guys, which is um, uh, Peter Coyote and uh, Richard Master and Tracy Walter, they kill one of their uh, fellow hoodlums, and they leave the body and they don't bury it. Yeah, but, and, they make a deal, but, big deal about right. it, and they make make a big deal about it. And what was his name? The Jack or something. Yeah, and they, that's the closest they get the characterization to these guys. And then we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, they, they parallel that with... Um, <laughs> there, there's the dead old guy that he killed yeah. with his flashlight. <laughs> He's <laughs> like... They parallel <laughs> that with Lyle Swan, who accidentally kills a guy with a flashlight. He doesn't understand what the fuck's going on, but he takes the time to bury him with rocks because he doesn't have a shovel, obviously, because he's on a dirt bike. So uh, I, I, I apologize. I think the butt plugs in my ear properly. There you go. Um... So they parallel that, and that's kind of an interesting moral parallel between him and the outlaws. I would hazard that the major flaw with this film from this point on is that while they do spend a lot of time focusing on these outlaws, played by Peter Coyote, Richard Master, and Tracy Walter, they don't really give them, and they give them some personality. But there's not enough to really make you invest in them. No, not at all. And that's really the flaw of the film. And also, they introduce um, L.Q. Jones and uh, who's the other guy that played the... Uh, uh, Chris the, uh, Mulkey. Daniels. Chris Mulkey? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that Chris Mulkey? Yeah. A young Chris Mulkey? A very young Chris Mulkey. Very young. The those two characters as like the sheriffs or you know um, um, what's what's the other word marshals marshal yeah and although I, although um, uh, what's the face L uh, Q Jones is Sheriff Ben Porter or Potter right it, it does they do they, they do mention Marshall but his actual film title is Sheriff which is you know get your shit together people wow come on 
but but I mean the problem is the film kind of latches onto certain uh, Western tropes, but never really falls through. I, all right, now I hate to say this. This Uh-oh. hurts me. This yeah. hurts me on several levels to say this. It pains but, me. What? It pains me. It pains me to say this, <laughs> but aliens the the aliens versus cowboys film oh boy did a better job well yeah of of d- handling the you could just stop it. it it did a better job it did a better job of handling the cowboy personality aspect than this film did and that's where the now and, and let me just say the last the, the third act of this film is nothing but a shootout, an extended shootout between a couple of people and a couple of people. It's really that simple. Right. Now also also by the way, second act, they also introduce the um the uh <laughs> the Western priest. Yeah, which is played by um uh Ed Lauder. Ed Lauder, right. And, and I can tell you right off, the minute they show his character, I'm like Oh, he's double-crossing people. <laughs> All right, I know what we're into now. It's I know he the plays Western. an asshole in everything. He no, not just him though. It's like how many Western films have you seen where they introduce the priest and then later it's like, oh, the priest is a double-crosser. The priest is, and this one like like right up front where he's like, oh, El Diablo is not El Diablo. Then well, who is he? And he's like, <laughs> and, and immediately okay. So the local Western priest is a con artist, as well as a double crosser, because he because they then they show him later going up to like the, the hideout of the bad guys says, oh yeah let me see the guy let me see the so I I mean sh- holy shit I've seen this before this is like every fucking Western ever made I, I I appreciate that you're doing like you know the the genre but you're you're, you're selling into the tropes way too quickly especially the the uh, the female cowboy, I could have been a whore, but instead I'm a gunslinger. Uh, no, really? <laughs> you slept no, with I... him pretty quick. Actually, it's, it looked like you raped him. <laughs> oh, that was, that and then was... he's like, oh my god, you can't do this. You're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, take off your clothes. And Holly came in, she's like, why is she telling him to take off her clothes? It's like, because he saw him naked at the pool, pond. Say like, and? And she's gonna rape him. She wants a piece of that. Yeah, that's right. Because you know. By the way, all right. Let's just summarize real quick. He didn't seem to mind to be raped. By the way. Well, no, because at that point he's just like running. Because <laughs> he's a guy. Come on, really? It's like, what? <laughs> Please. The, the 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 attractive woman says to the guy, "Take off your clothes." The next scene is not him saying, "No, really, I refuse." The next scene is him going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and the woman's like, "I told you so, right? Yeah, keep going." That's what? What are you expecting from the next scene? I didn't expect really? anything but what I saw. Yeah, the next shot's like his back, <laughs> which. But now, you now, you cut I, yourself off. <laughs> what? You you cut yourself off. You were going to say something. What was I going to say? I don't know. What was the last thing I said? Um, I had I had said that she raped him, and you said that Holly walked in, 
and saw that uh, it's like why? No, is... no, she was watching it. She was like, yeah. why, why, why? You know, why is he saying no? It's like, well, because you know, obviously he's a man and he has to say no to the woman, and, you know, because he's not in control. And the next shot is him. Rah, rah, <laughs> like, well, yeah. It um, wasn't that graphic, but <laughs> it, it was his back. I was looking for the 1980s PG full frontal, and no, I didn't get it. We got his full frontal at the fucking. Pond. Not him, Look. her. Her? Oh no, no, no. We don't see her. But that's what I was expecting. No, no, no. Early 80s. No, we're not doing full frontal. You, no, you get in PG films in the early 80s. Well, it, maybe not full frontal. Waist up. You see tits all the time. PG movies in the 80s. All the time. This is a very progressive film. What can I say? But not in. you don't see it in this. I was right. ex, I was expecting it is what I'm saying. Alright, so we got to the point where Holly's like, why is he refusing to take his clothes off? I was like, well, because he's not in power. Next scene. <laughs> and then, then we cut to the after talk where they're talking, like after sex. Right. And he's like, I, uh, yeah, I fought... Th- during after the Civil War, I decided I didn't want to be a whore. It's like your statements confuse me. <laughs> and then and then she's like, "Oh, what's that necklace you're wearing?" It's like, "Oh, my great grandmother gave it to my grandmother. Uh, it was uh, after a reference to like one hot night they had." Holly turned to me and goes, "Is that his grandmother?" I said, "Yes, it is." <laughs> he fucked his grandmother. Yeah, was she like the minute she said that? She turned to me. He just fucked his grandmother, didn't he? So, yes, yes, dear, he did. Yes, yes, blatantly, yes. There's no, there's no question about it. He <laughs> fucked his grandmother. And then the last scene in the movie pretty much confirms yeah, that he fucked his grandmother. Up. The whole build to the end is where she, he grabs the necklace, and then they play over the voiceover of. It would oh, be yes. hilarious if he knocked her up, and that's why his his fucking DNA is so stupid. I, I think that's part of the part and parcel. <laughs> I, I I think it's implied. I think that's implied. I really do. I think it is. But, <laughs> but again, my wife is not exactly like hip on the time travel stuff. No, okay. The minute she mentioned that, she's like, he just fucked his grandmother, didn't he? He's like, yes, dear, he did. Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely he did. Yeah, there's no question about it. Yes. And definitely. you know what's funny? The trailer. The... Sweetie, you can skip the next hour because you figured out the ending. <laughs> no, that's the, a... <laughs> the trailer, they don't mention it in the film whatsoever. But the trailer says that it's November fifth, eighteen eighty-five. Now, yeah, November fifth, nineteen eighty-five, which is also the same year from from, from Back to the Future, Back to the Future, and uh, Time After Time. Yeah, and I read no, not allowed in. Fuck off. And I read online that the director says November fifth was a complete coincidence. Which makes you think, how much of a coincidence is it? Yeah, so. It's- Oh, she's actually inside. Hold on. What the fuck? I thought the cat was locked outside. <laughs> oh, boy. She's locked inside. And and I was like, well, maybe they did it because... Or maybe Back to the Future uh, did the November 5th... Uh, uh, the November 5th date because of Time Rider. And I went and looked online. No. No, and Robert Zemeckis me. said it was a, it's a, it was a coincidence. And right. also, no. I was like, oh, so because they, in Back to the Future 3... They go back in time, and I was like, did they go back in time to 1877, which is what this film was supposed to be? And it's not. They go back to 1885. All right. Now, if you had said Time Rider possibly used the date because Back to the Future did, I'd be like, oh, that's possible. But but saying well, Back to the Future... Time Rider came out first. Time Rider? No fucking way. Hey, no listen. Rem- 
Listen, no one remembers this Zemeckis movie. was in the right age group where he saw, could have seen Time care. Rider in a movie theater. No, I don't care. I don't care. Still no fucking way. Well, it's not, so you're yeah. correct. Now, now, so Time Rider as a time travel film has been totally forgotten, I think. And that's probably... Well, except for Shout Factory. They released this on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. No, I got a copy because of them. Thank you. Thank you, Shout Factory. Uh, but I think it's been forgotten because of two real reasons. One, the time travel aspect is poorly played because Very he never poor. realizes that she's back in the fucking past. Yeah. It's like, Jesus And Christ. two, the, the whole Western aspect is really underplayed. Besides the the priest, oh, we know he's double-crossing them, but he doesn't... He, even at the end, he's like, yeah, give him the bike back. And, oh, and, and I gotta tell you, I'm watching it with, with my wife, and, and, and I paused it, because she was in the kitchen, I said, Holly, this is the one thing I remember from my fucking childhood. And I play it, and it's the helicopter swinging, yeah. and then the shot of the two boots with the... With the, the, the bloody stumps. Flat. Yeah. I was like... This has been in my fucking memory banks since I was a child. <laughs> That's that, and the fact that Fred Willard is—I'll I'll be honest, right Fred now, Ward. Fred Ward, sorry, Fred, Fred Willard is a different character entirely. It's a totally different person. I'll tell you right now. Before we watch this film, yeah, I, I said three things. I said one, the guy, the boots at the end with the like the, the weirdly frayed fleshy ends stuck in my brain. Yeah. Two. Two, two, um, Fred Ward uh, and a motorcycle gets put back in time. Three, yeah. three, three. The guy from the uh, Daryl from the uh, um, Bob Newhart show, right? It says no shot off, and has to wear a bandana throughout the film. <laughs> That's right, and he talks and like all that, nasally. Those were all in my head. Everything else, I fucking forgot. <laughs> and, and honestly, everything else in this film is fucking forgettable. Everything. Everything. It, everything. <laughs> so fucking bad. There's, there's really not much to the record. I mean, the whole scene where, where um, uh, Peter Coyote's character, uh, Porter Reese, right? Uh, he gets the motorcycle. He's like, "How do I work it?" He's like, well, he, he, uh, he Jump. jumped up and down a lot. And like that whole scene's kind of funny. It is kind of funny, and it's, it's kind of funny. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny because you know Richard Mazur is delivering it, and I like him. I always did. So he's like, "Yeah, you gotta." Right. I saw him jump on it like let's a bunch say, of times, and and, right and make sure you you kick it, yeah, kick it hard. Say, and by the way, when Fred Ward first took off his helmet, and like the gre the sweaty hair came down, and yeah. the Hollywood, like, she's like, "Who's that?" It's like that's the guy from Trippers. That's Rumi Williams. It's like, really? He looks so young. It's like he's the exact same fucking age. <laughs> he that's, has he hasn't aged really. That that's really that's how old he's always been. I it's, it's like, I don't know what to tell you, but that's him. He's like Charles Bronson. It's like wasn't hasn't Char, wasn't Charles Bronson always fifty? Always. Even if you go back and watch The Great Escape, it's like, wow, that's an old guy for being here so young. <laughs> Watch him in, in Once I, Upon a Time in, in the West. It's, it's like, dude, is old. And I dig. And I dig and I dig. Uh -huh. And I dig some more. And I dig because I dig. And I'm going to dig some more because I can get dig. <laughs> but yeah, Char like Charles Bronson in, in Once Upon a Time in the West, old, but totally yeah. fucking ripped. Now, unlike 
unlike um unlike uh um what's his name? What? Clint Eastwood. Yeah, thank you. Clint Eastwood. Okay. Who who back then like in the good and bad and the ugly, they put like put like makeup on him. It's like, wow, he's too fucking pretty. I don't. What, what the fuck's going on with this? Like, like he looked young back then, compared to now. Right. But that's only because we're watching him like like at ninety years old and he's still doing fucking movies. <laughs> and it was like, so now we're seeing this this wrinkling aging guy who should be dead by now. Like, oh wow, this is the. Then you go back to Dirty Harry. Like, wow, he looks so young. Yeah, because he's fucking 90 and he's still starring in films. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He might actually get an Oscar nomination for The Mule that he wrote and directed. I, or I not, he, never, he doesn't write stuff. He just I, directs it. And, dude, I just saw the trailer for that while I was looking for the trailer for Vice. And I watched the trailer for Vice. Oh, man. Holy shit. Yeah. And I and I even did research. I, I looked online and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's not special. That's not makeup. That's that's him gaining forty pounds for the role. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. No, Christian Bale's not looking for an Oscar this year. No. Yeah. No. He he got his best supporting. Now he's going for the best actor. Oh, dude. Not only is it a biography and historically relevant, but he like gained weight for the role. Fuck it. He's in. Yeah. It's like uh, Gary Oldman from you know last year. It's Gosh. like it's it's a fucking no. lock. You know. People, I'm yelling at my it's, stupid. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's like Gary Oldman from last year. It's a fucking lock. I, I don't need to. I don't care who else is nominated. I don't think anyone else is winning. Dude, and I haven't seen the film yet. If it's a historical biopic, you're fucking in the running. That's it. Yeah, pulls a fucking De Niro. There's no way he's not winning Gosh. an Oscar. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize again it's, once again. It's gotta... Quite all right. My my wife asked me to say. He be quiet during that, during your podcast tonight. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll sleep in the guest room. That's about it. Uh, so you watched the trailer for the Mule. Apparently, that's oh, yeah. based. I it's saw that accidentally. it's loosely like, oh. based on a true story. It was uh, an article that Clint Eastwood wrote about a ninety-year-old mule, and he decided uh, to have a script written, and he ended up making it into a film. Kashi. No. No, come here. Ow. I lost my headphones. Give me a second. <laughs> wow. You, you told... Hold on. Butt plug A. Butt Two. plug B. Sorry. B. Sorry, keep going. This is like a uh, human centipede. Gotta connect all the pieces there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess who's the middle? <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched the third one. I, I haven't seen the second one. Second one you gotta watch. I haven't seen it yet. Honestly, the second one is a fuck you to the fans of the first one. Oh God, really? Is that one all in black and white? Yes. Oh jeez. Seriously, the second one is like, oh, if you're a fan of the first one, you fucking suck. That's <laughs> why. That's why I like the second. I, I got it like twenty minutes in the second one. I was like, oh, I get it. If you like the first centipede film, you're a fucking scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love a film where the director says, yeah. By the way, if you like my film, you're a fucking asshole. I love that, and and and, and like it, it, it just it, like the third act. Yeah. There's a scene where like I've seen everything, and there's a scene at the third act where like oh shit I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's worth seeing. Third the third film I still haven't gotten around to watching. Okay. I, can't I have yeah I haven't seen the second one uh, or the third. And I do have them. I just haven't watched them yet. Mm. All right. So 
I think I think we've said our piece with Time Rider. Hey, you know, it's just the for the for a film that spent the majority of its time in the old west, it should have spent and here's the deal. Like the whole thing with the beginning where they had the whole Which I hate. Um, I hate. You know, no, I, no, I hate no, it when right. movies do that. Like when Masters of the Universe goes to present day because it costs too much to film on, you know, that the their home planet. It's like, come on. We're a different argument. Here, here's what I'm well, saying. It's kind of the same. Se, se, no, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. Second act, okay. we got Peter Coyote, Richard Maurer, Tracy Walter, and they have the whole thing where they kill the fourth guy in the group because he wants to leave. And there's this whole thing, hey, we should have buried him. At that point, they're trying to set up these characters. Right. As 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 characters worth investing in and following. You could tell that's what they were trying to do. They didn't succeed. No. They didn't no. follow through with it. They didn't even make me want to care about fucking Lyle Swan's character. Let alone anybody else's. Not I could so give much, a no. fuck if he made it back to the fucking and, and that's future. Probably, and that's probably part of it, too. They tried to cover Lyle Swan through uh, exposition. I was hoping and, he would have fallen off the cliff with the bike. <laughs> they try, they try to follow... They, they, they try to set up Lyle Swan with exposition. And with this running with the one prospector. And then they try to give depth to these other Western characters. And honestly, you know what I flash back to? What's that? Was um, Lone Ranger. Oh, that's not what I was flashing to. No, because... My challenge is based on what I kept wanting. Well, I was like, because, what I was thinking. I was like, I wish I was watching this other film. Well, because when they said this, this Peter Coyote character, I'm thinking, yeah, that's the that's kind of like the main bad guy from the Lone Ranger they're trying to do, but they're not succeeding. And I, you know what? They tried... There was effort in there, but the fact that the whole third act is nothing but a shootout yeah. shows that they really didn't spend enough time in the second act trying to get these characters together. No. And they spent way too much time in the first act establishing the fact that a, a dirt bike is riding the desert. Yeah. I, you know, it's just... Almost spent, an hour in, and... He still doesn't realize he's in the in the in the past. They they really they spent too much time on setup, not enough time on character development, and then the whole third act is just is just action. Um and it just there's not enough time to really get involved in anything. And it, 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 that's why this film is forget, forgettable. I hate to say it. Yes. That's why this film a time travel film from the 80s with a motorcycle with a lot of named characters and this film is just so forgettable and it's really because they dropped the ball and hey, Michael Nesmith is not really a film writer. He's a musician. That's right. And and maybe, I know he's co-writing which means that probably the, he had the story idea and William Deere who by the way, William Deere doesn't have the, the writer slash director doesn't have a lot of great credits to his name either. No. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons and the Rocketeer does not make a good background. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he directed those. Did he direct those? No, he, writer. writer. Oh, he writer wrote those. The, writer of the Rocketeer, director of Harry and the Hendersons. God. He Neither of those is a great selling point. God. Because the Rocketeer, I mean, I don't. We haven't done that one, but. 
at the time was very it was height, not a great film. <laughs> Fails on several levels. We made a movie five years ago. Who? Uh, Fred Deer. Which or one? well, I'm sorry, William Deer. Which one? He made, it was called Midnight Stallion. I'm sure it's low budget garbage, but he he did make a movie five years ago. Asterix fucking video. Oh yeah, know. look at this. This is wow. It's pretty fucking bad. It's got Chris Christopherson in it. Mm. He he did a sequel for The Sandlot. I'm done. That's it. Oh God, did he really? Yeah. The Perfect Game is that the golf movie? Oh, it's the baseball movie. Oh, by the way, one that thing actually I... got a really high score. It got right. a seven out of ten. By the way, by the way, the one thing I did notice when I was briefly researching his his past, yeah, is that another thing he he directed was Nick Danger in the Case of the Missing Yoke. <laughs> Oh, which was which was uh um what was their fucking name? The Fireside Theaters brief foray into video. And no. Nick Danger. Oh my god. No. You know, that that was like that 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 was just the example of Fireside Theater where radio was a great place for you, but video, you're not cut. No. Yeah, that's why Fireside Theater is not a well known thing anymore. <laughs> I mean and not shitting on them in the past when they were doing radio. They, uh, know, he directed yeah. If Looks Could Kill with Richard Grieco. I rest my case. Written by Fred Decker. Yeah. And again, Michael Nesmith, musician, great. Angels, Film writer, not so much. Angels in the Outfield. Oh, oh I don't even God. want to fucking... That movie? Oh, dear Lord. Just you mentioning Angels in the Outfield gives me hives. <laughs> Alright, so Time Rider is 5.4. Yes, it is. I'm okay with a 5. 5? Yeah, I wasn't going to go higher than that. There's... I already did it. Alright. I don't even want to see the, the demographics. Who gives a fuck? This film was... I mean, this film was all over HBO... And if you went into any video stores in the 80s, you know this cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a quintessential cover. This is... Honestly, the the VHS cover is the best thing in this fucking film. Yeah. And this I is... like Fred Ward. I'm a, I'm a Fred Ward fan. I like Fred Ward. Yeah. He was uh, in the first NC-17 movie ever made. Um, um, Henry and June. He yes, that's correct. Duh, I know. I know my shit. <laughs> um, but I'll watch Tremors or Remo Williams in a heartbeat. Stampede, Earl! Stampede! Yeah, but <laughs> Time Rider? Wow. I I've seen it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The only other thing I remember, like, like it was embedded in my mind, is the whole thing where he takes, the, he puts, gives the helmet to the, to, uh, the other guy and, and clacks the girl, glow stick and throws it. <laughs> it's like, oh, what kind of madness is this? And and we were we were watching it, like Holly and I are watching it. The first five minutes again, it's all just like this POV stuff, and he takes his head off and is sweaty, and she's like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and he puts his helmet back on, and then you see this digital readout. First thing she says is, yeah, that's eighties technology. Yeah, yet another film where they just made shit up. Yeah, technology. We can do this now. No, you can't. Nope. Honestly, 
Star Wars, the whole thing with the Star Wars with the the cam cameras in the first one. Oh right, where they had the readout, much more realistic than like the helmet in fucking Time Rider. <laughs> That's right. I, I honestly, I think that um, Electric Dreams was more f- based in in technical technological reality than Time Rider was. Oh yes, yeah, so, absolutely. And not counting the not counting the time travel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I read it as five. I'm not looking at demographics. Okay. What what do you, what are you thinking of challenging me to on this? Well, you 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 vindictive <laughs> bastard. I've got five movies here. Five. I've got I'm five. Not five. Huh? I'm not choosing. No, no, five. no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down to uh, to two movies. All right. No, no. By the way, I'll tell you I'm all gonna... of them, and I'll leave the last two. Let me let me just state real real quick as a time travel sucker. Yeah. I don't hate this film. I no, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't hate the film, but like Millennium, right? Millennium, I hate this. I don't hate, but I'm willing to admit it's a bad movie. It's very fucking bad. Honestly, between this and Kate and Leopold, guess who's gonna win? Well, I would choose Kate and Leopold. I'd, I'd watch it on repeat. There you go. The hands down. <laughs> oh, by the way, when when are you gonna go see um um Dirty Dancing? Uh, Dirty Dancing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually had that conversation this morning. I've I've been told that this is what I want for Valentine's Day, and that you know, of course, I had the guilt trip thrown at me that I haven't taken her to a chick flick in twenty years. Do you? Do you have the Rift Tracks version? Uh, I do. I do not. I I'll, should, send, I should... I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I actually talked her into watching a different film at Valentine's Day because there's like three chick flicks that are coming out. I would actually rather watch something new than that hunk of garbage because at least. I won't look like I'm into Dirty Dancing by going to see a fucking and Dude. it's not it's the 32nd anniversary. It, they didn't even pick uh, uh they no, didn't even pick number. a they didn't pick a year to to celebrate an anniversary. They just said, "Yeah, we're just going to do it this year." <laughs> it's like how come this isn't happening in the 30th? I can tell 2 you, years ago. I can tell you the, the one thing I was still thankful for is that the fact that Holly is not in the chick flicks. Even she says, like, "Dirty Dancing? What the fuck?" Good. <laughs> so I'll probably have to see some other shitty chick flick yeah. in February, she, but at least actually, it won't be Dirty Dancing. Holly actually makes fun of me every time I say that I like Love Actually. Yeah, fuck that movie. I that's a great film. It's I'm fuck sorry. that movie. I don't give a Love fuck that, that it takes place at Christmas. I get teary at the end. F- I fucking care. I love that Just, film. Uh, see, that's how much shit I get. <laughs> I can't stand I, it. I am more in the chick flicks than she is. That's how, that's why this marriage is working out. Um, yeah. All right. So, I mean, if I'm going to do, I'm not doing a direct actor challenge. This is just a. This Tell film, me the ones that you're not doing. You said you had five. Okay. The ones I'm one. not doing are License to Drive because <laughs> of Richard Mazur plays the father. That would be a good one. It would be a good one, but I'm not doing that. 
Because I, I actually do like that film. I don't think I'd have a hard time reviewing it, but I do like I do I do like it. Uh, the Legend of Billy Jean, Peter Coyote. Oh wow, that's a weird one. Yeah, he's in that. So I was like, oh, that's a good an that's a good actor challenge. You know, that's a weird film too. It is. It's a very weird film for cult, the time. Cult period. classic. Yeah, and weird for the cult classic period. Yeah. By the way, I just want to say I'm switching over to the Shiner. Candied pecan porter. Hmm. What does that taste like? Oh, 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 oh. oh. It's foaming on me. What the fuck? I think what happened was you drank some and it bounced back into the bottle oh, too fast. That is unacceptable. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's all over the place. Why don't you go hold clean on. that up? Hold on, hold on. I need some napkin, the tissues, and I'll take care of that. That's weird. Must have warmed up while I was sitting in the office. Well, no, I know what I think happened was you took a swig, and it bounced back into the bottle too fast, and then foamed up immediately. Oh, and you're the expert. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I, no matter what, I fucked up. But you know, the, the Billy the Jean. The Billy Jean is a really weird film. Yeah. And that would be very interesting to review in like at a cultural standpoint, but we're not doing that. No, we're not. Okay. Uh, this was merely uh, this was also an actor uh, connection, and I just thought you know it'd be fun to have Scott watch a hockey movie, other than Slapshot. Yeah, other than Slapshot. Yeah. So. Or Happy Gilmore. Or Happy Gilmore. So the challenge I could have, but I'm not, was Young Blood, which had. Uh, What's his face? Uh, uh, the priest, Louder. What's his first name? Ed Young, Louder. Youngblood's not a fighting film? No, it's a hockey movie. Is it? Yeah. You're thinking of what? Bloodsport? I don't know what I'm thinking of. Youngblood? Youngblood stars Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, and it's about hockey. Really? Yeah. It's a good hockey movie. I can't even type of this. Even book. has um, a small role with a very young Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you know, I'm not up for doing a hockey film. Well, I'm not challenging it to you. Good. So that leaves two challenges. And uh, you know what? I'm not challenging. I'm challenging you to one. I want to do the one. All right, but, tell uh, me the one you're not challenging me to. The Dirt Bike Kid starring Peter Billingsley. The Dirt Bike Kid. Yeah, do you remember on our Video Armageddon mixtape DVD? There is the trailer for that movie on there. That's that geeky kid with the glasses, right? Yeah, that plays Ralphie. I've Christmas never Star. seen that film. Now, how I'm, was that connected? Dirt Bike. Oh, that's it, really? <laughs> that is truly it. Is that what you were going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I call, I call Shane. Well, I'm not challenging it to you. I've never... I remember when that film came out. Yeah. I, the commercials. I've never seen that fucking film. All right. So my challenge to you. Okay. It is uh, the connection is that it is the polar opposite. It is takes place in the future, instead of oh. the past. Hold on. Hold on. What? Back up. Is it a time travel film? It is not a time travel film. Well then, what the fuck? All right. What? Continue. I'm not done with the connection. No, please, please continue. Oh, please. Wow. Huh. 
the connection is that it's in the future but not the past and it takes place mostly in the fucking desert and as i'm watching time rider i kept thinking of this film and it's like you know i i wish i was watching this film instead so i i guess this what is it <sighs> i can give you some hints no 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 i okay. just need a second to, to formulate the name but is this um fuck give me it's not fuck no no the name Oh, hold on. It's it's coming through. It's like a hard turd. Like a, oh, Ooh, wow. It, it's <laughs> it's 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 oh no, you're not you you're not doing. You're not doing the, the plughead guy, are you? Plughead? Plughead? You're not well, we've plug done circuitry man already, but you're circuitry close. Man. You're close. We did, we did circuitry man. We did circuitry we? man. Okay. Oh. That's like a 100 something episodes ago. But oh, you're good. close. It's the same not the same style and concept but it's similar so you're on the right track give me a hint hint okay has a very long title oh it's not the forbidden zone is it (laughs) yeah it is oh shit (laughs) it's space Space hunter Hunter adventures in the forbidden zone space hunter adventures zone with with what's her name? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. And Michael Ironside is Overdog. Oh my god! You know what? I haven't I seen this movie since I was probably Danny's age. I haven't seen when this I, movie in over thirty years. I remember at, when I watched this film, I had this weird fascination of the idea of building little miniature um, representations of like like the death chambers and stuff from films like this. Yeah. And, and and I never did it because it's too fucking complicated and, and stupid too. Uh huh. But uh, wow, wow, Death Hunter, Space Hunter, Space Hunter, and Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Yeah. Three D. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. Wow. Yeah. Can I tell you the only thing I remember from that film? Yeah. I have two things I specifically remember from that film. One. When she's in, when he or she is in this the the death, uh, like the saw, death games. Yeah, and they they're like rolling through, like, you know, spinning death and shit. And the other one is when they're walking through the desert, and he says, "Water, water everywhere, and not a drop to drink," and she says, "Yeah, I don't know what you say, but that shit's poison." <laughs> he's like. That's what I fucking said. <laughs> That's honestly, literally, the only two memories I have of that fucking film. That's it. Oh, my! Uh, the the memories I have of that film is him forcing her to take a bath. I have no idea. I don't remember that. There's at all. a part where he forces her to jump in like this, like little, like pond thing, and forces her to take to get clean remember that at all and then there's another part in the film where she's kind of nasty kind of tied up or like she's bound in some way and overdog is like being all creepy gross with her where he's Ooh, almost I like sweaty because overdog is played by michael ironside see 
You mentioned the name Overdog, and it's not even ringing a bell. He's the villain, the the guy that's like all white and pasty. It's Michael Ironside in makeup. All I remember is is like a, a death tunnel of fun game torture and water, water everywhere. That's literally all I remember this fucking. No, I, I remember him like not tormenting her, but kind of like he's captured her at one point and he like wants her affection and whatnot. She's like she's like. 13. <laughs> how, how many films have we done with Michael Ironside in them? Ooh, I feel um, like only one or two. Uh, you know what? I want to say we've... My favorite is still um, the hospital one. Visiting Hours. Visiting Hours. That's still my favorite Michael Ironside I want to... I, I almost want to say that's the only one. I really feel like that. Because we never, we never, we didn't do Highlander two. We did not do Highlander two. We didn't do. We didn't the, do, we didn't do we the didn't Machinist. Do Total didn't do. To, uh, Gosh, no. no, did not do Total Gosh. Recall. See now, I got to look up Michael Ironside real quick. See if we've done anything else with him. We didn't even do Scanners. No Starship no. Troopers. We've never done Scanners. Starship Troopers now. I want to say visiting hours was kind of it. I think you know what? Man, he's I, been in a lot of fucking movies. Honestly, in, in all the Michael Ironside films, I think I think visiting hours is my favorite Michael Ironside film. I don't know about my favorite, but, but no, seriously. First, he tries to kill the chick wearing all our fucking makeup. Yeah, and then he's and then he's got the 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 he visits his father in the nursing home with the fucking the sweater vest. And then he goes to, to see the prostitute, and he's got the leather vest on. They're like, dude, you're really compensating. It's just fucking... I still have screenshots that come on my fucking Plex because of that. <laughs> That's going to be my favorite Michael Ironside scene ever. I mean, short of maybe V. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, just because just he was the, like, the asshole. That, like, like, hey, you guys think you're on a revolution? This is a real fucking revolution. But, uh... Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at his uh, his resume here. I even other films that we may have reviewed where he had a small part or he, he was in it a little bit. No, Visiting Hours is it. So this will only be our second uh, Michael Ironside film. Wow, that's right. He was in Turbo Kid, which I still haven't seen oh. yet. Oh, dude, by the way, I put on uh, Shoot 'em Up recently. Oh, yeah? I, I, I gotta tell you, hands down, Shoot 'em Up is my favorite Clive Owen film, period. It's such a fun movie. <laughs> There's no comparison. Such a fun movie. There's no comparison. Oh, and, boy. And, and with the holidays and everything going on, I gotta tell you. Well, since the last time we talked, where I talk about watching Ant Man versus the Wasp. Oh right. Venom is the only film I've seen since then. Oh really? It's been that fucking tight. I mean, I, you know, it's just like, and then the wife starting a new job and sure, going back and forth. And, you know, I'm I'm really hoping to catch up this holiday week, this holiday season. Yeah, me too. Uh, starting Monday, I have a half day Monday, then I'm off until January second. Oh. Fuck you. What? <laughs> what the fuck? 
right. Uh, uh, wait, wait. When's your last working day? Monday, the seventeenth. Really? And then I'm off until the second of January. Oh God, I hate you. What? I'm. I, right. I don't hoard my days. It. I, I. I get like thirty days off a year. Oh no. So, We've got one guy at work who's like, yeah, 17th my last day. You're not going to see me until New Year. I said, what the fuck's that about? I said, well, I had some days left over. I said, dick, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean. I, you got to think I, of it this way. I, I I do upgrades every year, and I have no wiggle room. Oh, no. And, and I, dude, I've got a sweet too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm working next week, but after next week, um, holiday, the Christmas weekend. We come back for Thursday and for uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and then we're off until the second. So great. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Now I'm on call for a lot of those days, but that just means I hang out at home and occasionally answer the phone. Gives shit. You there know, you go. we can't beat it. No, no. I, I the one thing I'm not complaining about right now is my current position. <laughs> Believe me. I'll. I. I. The other day I even said, dude. For what I'm paying right now, if the boss asks me to do like like the wash his car, if it's on the clock, I'm fucking out there. Who gives a shit? <laughs> really? Who cares? What the, what the fuck? Am I busy? No. All right. Fine. But uh, I I was hoping to have more films to talk about. Oh, but did I mention? I, I did mention with Lilith. I made her watch Phantom Paradise, right? Yep. Yeah. Do it. And like the end, I was like, "What'd you think?" She's like, "I liked it." It's like, ah, fucking win. Did you win against win did, against the angsty teenager? Did you finally watch uh, the uh, Shazam trailer yet? I saw that a while ago. Oh, you did. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. No, the trailer you made me you said I hadn't watched yet was the uh, Vice trailer. That well, I mentioned that last week. Yeah, and, and I finally watched that. That blew me the fuck away. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, doing Christian Bale, and um. Sam Rockwell? It's like, oh, fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm watching this. And Stephen Car- Steve Carell plays Rumsfeld. Steve Carell plays Rumsfeld! <laughs> like, I saw Steve Carell in, in the role. And was like, in the trailer, I was like, all right, I'm not sure who he's playing. I have to look it up. It's Rumsfeld. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> and by the director of... Um, yeah, Adam McKay. He The Big of, Short. The Big Short. Yeah. Which was a fucking brilliant film. Yeah, I, I'm in. I mean, you know, short of short of Trump's impeachment, those are my my, my two favorite films to watch right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm thinking a little little tight right now. Yeah, well, we but, should end uh, the show then. Well, before we end the show, anything else you want to talk about film wise? Um, I haven't watched anything new recently. I watched Upgrade. We talked about that though. Was not fond of the ending. We talked. You, we we talked about yes. You we, agree. we talked about that already, though, on a previous episode. I mentioned it, but you hadn't watched it yet. You agree with me at the ending? Right? I, like, yeah, yeah, I love the film, and I was just like, man, I really wish they did something else with the ending. The the ending works. Yeah, it works, but it works. I just it's, wish it, it was different. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's like what for me. It's like watching um, uh, a panic room. Right. Where at the end, I was like, hey, you know what? Don't make me care so much about a character and then fuck him at the end. Because, really, I'm pissed off now. <laughs> so, it had that feel to it. Yeah. But, 
honestly, if you compare um, upgrade to um, Ex Machina. Oh, right. Same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but for some reason, maybe it's because of Tom Hardy. Maybe Tom Hardy is such a great actor that you're like, you're like, yeah, I want this guy to succeed no matter what. Well, Tom Hardy was not an upgrade. We've already talked about this. Who was it then? It, I told you. It's some dude. I call him Tom Hardy Light. Oh, who? I thought it was Tom Hardy. No, it's just some other guy that kind of oh. looks like and acts like Tom Hardy. Well, same thing then. Tom Hardy Light. But you, ha you haven't seen Venom yet. It's like uh, Jesse Eisenberg was always referred to as Michael Sarah Light. Yes, he is Michael Sarah Light. <laughs> let's be fair. Uh, you haven't seen Venom yet. I have not seen Venom yet. It's fun. Uh, let me see. What have I seen? Saw The Incredibles 2, which was really I, good. I really I liked it. Honestly, I can't be bothered. Uh, you know, I, I've hit a point where when it comes to kids' films, it's like, it, it's really, I know what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. I know the manipulation process. I know the storylines. Unless you're really going to wow me, I can't be bothered. I I hate to be at that age, but really, it was like Incredibles 2. It's like, I saw The Incredibles 1. I liked it. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure The Incredibles 2 could do the exact same thing. Yeah, I, right? Yeah, it's weird. Now, I did watch Equalizer 2. Oh, what'd you think? It was fun. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I do I, know what I saw, what else I saw. I saw um, Jennifer Garner in that film Peppermint. Oh, which I is a copy uh, of I haven't watched it yet. Which is a vigilante film. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. As far as vigilante films go, seen better. But it's I still oh. it was fun still. Dude, have all right. It's uh, it's on Amazon. Have you seen the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? No. All right, Holly watched it before me, and she said you've got to see it for this one part. Okay. So there's one. There's it's like it's like an anthology of five different western things, and, and it's by the Coen Brothers, so it's it's cool. But there's one story that involves Takashi. No. It involves Takashi? It involves, um, what's his name? Uh, the hot looking guy. The hot, what? Hot looking uh, guy. You know, the hot guy the from hot. 128 Hours. James Franco. Thank you, Franco. James Franco. 127 the, Hours, but go ahead. Yeah, 127 Hours, whatever the fuck. You know, he, he loses an arm. <laughs> Shit. Um, can't I let it go. I that though, right? Like, like, like the beginning of, um, Time, Time Rider. Rider. Yes. It should have it should have cut to James Franco riding the well, dirt bike. Well, I don't know if you heard me say it, I wasn't gonna say it again, but since you brought it up again, I said it would be cool if James Franco was hallucinating and saw Time Rider in hundred and twenty seven hours. I don't remember you saying that, but I, I agree with that. hundred <laughs> percent. <Okay. laughs> um but there's the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, it's available on Netflix. Right. It's it's a it's a Coen Brothers thing. And it's an anthology of like five Western stories. Um, one of them, it's funny, one of them I'm watching with Holly, she's like, I like this guy. It's like, Takashi, fuck off. Oh, Jesus. And she's like, I like this guy. It's like, yeah, that's... Um, James, um, James Franco. No, no, different scene. Oh, different scene? And I was like, it was, it's, it's the singer. What the fuck's singer? 
Um, what kind of what kind of music does he sing? Oh, oh, oh Justin Timberlake or something? No, 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 no. The old school fucking guy. Um, old school. Hold on, hold on. Oh, is it what's his face? Um, uh, blah 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 blah. The Walner lo- really liked him. That guy. No, no. What the hell's his name? He was in Mystery Men. Was it that guy? Yes, that's him. What the fuck's his name? I know his name. It's... I'm drawing a blank because I'm drunk. It's... <laughs> Kashi, get the fuck over here before I like twist Tom your head Wa- off. Tom Waits. Tom Waits, thank you, yeah. There's a whole scene with him, and I was like, that's Tom Waits. It's like, who's that? He's a, he's a musician. So what's he do? It's like, you know, shit you don't listen to. <laughs> I'm trying to explain it to her. And like one day we're driving together, and I have my music from Amazon playing, and the song came up. And like after like ten seconds, she switched it. And I said, "That's Tom Waits." Like, <laughs> Who's that? Said like, the guy you liked in that video movie. That's the guy you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ten seconds, like I can't stand this shit. It's like that's the guy you liked. That's I, the prospect. I like Tom Waits. I don't know. I like Tom Waits too, but it's an acquired taste. Yes, but anyway, it is. fucking animal. All right, I'm in. Quick second, quick second. I'm gonna let this fucking dumb bitch out of here. Oh boy, that's wrong breed of animal. But okay. You and I are gonna have a talk later. Cause I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out. You've lost that conversation. You will not be winning. You're talking to an animal that does not give a shit. Things I do. The things that you do. I get animals. Son of a bitch. Even the squirrels fucking owe me shit. Put those butt plugs in. You there? I am here. Okay. But um, anyway, the Scruggs film is good. But... I'm going to check Holly, it out. And Holly was right. There's a line in the um, James Franco portion of the film. Right. That's fucking priceless. Oh, really? It's good? It, uh, it's one line. And the whole the whole segment is a build up to the one line. It's like, all right, we're gonna take 10, 15 minutes of a film, and it's gonna be all for one punchline. And it's fucking worth it. <laughs> it's fucking gold. It's like and, uh it's like Brad Pitt's um speech at the end of Killing Killing Them Softly. It's great. Uh, I mean, I'm just talking about having like the film is really good, but the end of that film is fucking great. Not not even. Let's just say this. The entire segment with James Franco, the whole the whole segment exists for one fucking line at the end. Okay. And it's fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's just now the rest of the film is good too. I mean, uh again, the Coen Brothers, they got a fucking thing going. The Western thing some of the episodes are depressing, some are more upbeat, but the fucking James Franco one, it's got some good moments during it, but the fucking next, like the next to last line of that that episode is, is it's, it's fucking gold. <laughs> okay. it's, it's like, like how, she, she watched the whole film and she made me watch it again and she's like, alright, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And then it came. And then she's like, Ha! That's like you're right. You're 100. percent Yeah. No, you fucking called it. This is fucking beautiful. Yeah. That whole. There's a lot of great performances in that Buster Craig's thing, 
There's Frogs. a lot of great. Yeah, whatever. There's a lot of great parts of that. <laughs> I think it's a five. I think it's a five part anthology. A lot of great performances. A lot of great dialogue. Actually, the last part in the whole thing is a lot of great sequences. But James Franco has the best fucking line that entire fucking film, and it is just it. I can't even. I can't. If I gave you any hint towards it, I'd ruin it. Really? Yeah. All I have to say, when the James Franco scene comes up, just sit there and fucking listen and shut the fuck up. Now, this thing came out theatrically? No, it was, uh, no, straight to, straight to um, Netflix. Well, it said it was uh, released October at, the, at a New York film festival. Yeah. And then it was released November 9th, 2018. As if it, it had, like maybe a small theater. Maybe it had that week where it could be nominated for an Oscar. I'm uh, sure because then the following a- week it was an internet uh, release. Yeah. I'm sure they showed it in three theaters for a week, but it technically it's it, technically yeah it was shown in like fucking the Angelica and whatever a California version Angelica is for a week, and then they said and then they just released it on Netflix. Yeah. Because it said, you know, it says directed by Ethan Cohen, Joel Cohen, and yeah. it was written by the Cohen brothers as well. Right, but it's a Netflix release. Huh. They can say whatever the fuck they want. It was a Netflix release. I'm surprised that they did that. Because if it's that not, good. No, I'm surprised if it, because well, if it's that good. I, it's oh. that good, but it also, if you if they released it mainstream, who the fuck's going to watch an anthology about Western shows? True. Yeah, on you know what? I'll say it. Ooh, you okay? No, I'm fine. Are you okay? Oh, I'm great. Then we're good. Let's move forward. Um, theatrical releases at this point are really just for mainstream bullshit. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, great. Artistic films. I mean, I think last year the fact that Netflix had a film up for the Oscars is a telling point. Well, sure. I think the writing talent is gravitating towards these. Uh, uh, and, and I know in the past I made fun of the Golden Globes because they include television. And television is a fucking joke. Yeah. But streaming... I think I, I've watched some direct-to-streaming shit in the past year that really is comparable to anything that fucking Hollywood's cranking out. Yeah, I would agree. It is. I mean, I mean, my, my uh, Holly made me watch, uh, and I, I, I keep wanting to say my wife because it's new to me. Okay. But I don't want to. I don't want to reduce her to an object, so I want to say Holly. That's fine. So Holly. Holly. Yes. Because, you know, she belongs to me. Um, <laughs> like, she made me watch this Mrs. Maisel. The, 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 oh, uh, yeah, we've been watching it. It's good. Right, yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, honestly, anything I eventually say, oh, it's on Netflix or Hulu, let me watch it, it turns out to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Or even fucking Amazon Prime. Um, what's the thing that Holly made me watch? Um, Man in the High Castle? Oh. No, Fortitude. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, fucking amazing. Is it good? Yeah. Blows the fucking doors off of X Files. Get out of here. 
No, right. I, I'm dead serious. It's like it's just fucking great. All all the writing talent has said fuck Hollywood. Let's go to streaming. There's another show that's supposed to be amazing. Uh, I believe it's on Netflix. It's called Altered Carbon. Have which is supposed that. to be like a Blade Runner esque type, you know, futuristic show. Well, they, now you're losing me. <laughs> now, did you see the Did you see the short, the miniseries Maniac? I haven't seen it yet. With with a, a skinny um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, who I normally hate. I haven't seen it yet. It was a decent fucking series. I have to check it out. I keep yeah. seeing it. Holly came back and said, yeah, I watched all of it except the last 10 minutes. Like, and she didn't realize she, she hadn't watched the last episode. So she was like a whole episode behind and didn't realize it. Uh, I burned through the whole thing in one night. I was like, this is decent. This is like well written. It's like I like I, I flash back to watching Twin Peaks on a weekly basis. thinking, Wow, this is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and like I go back down and watch it like this is slow as shit. Yeah. Uh, the fuck. All the all the writing talent is leaving Hollywood and going to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, what have you. Oh, it's a big deal. And and it's like, oh, great. So instead of doing a one, two-hour film where I have to pander to the dumbest fucking percentage of the population, I can do a 10-episode miniseries, stretch out my narrative over 10 hours, and appeal to whatever fucking denomination I want... I mean, like, it's a no fucking brainer. The uh, before we end the show, did oh, I'm you... sorry. No, it's okay. I apologize. Did... I know we're running long. No, no, it's fine. And let me just explain too. Now that I live in Texas, yeah. When when recording, I'm looking at the clock, saying, "Oh, it's only eight forty-five. And Joey's seeing is like, "It's almost ten fucking o'clock." What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So I apologize for running wrong. It's my fault. No, nope. I apologize. It's fine. That's totally fine. I'm gonna probably go play some video games after this, just so I can. Uh... Just relax a bit. I still have to eat dinner, so I'm gonna go ahead. And do some oh, of that. you should go do that. Uh, no, did you did you hear what what uh, Disney is doing? Uh, they're pulling all of their content off of no. all streaming oh, yeah. services like Netflix and anyone else that is paying them money for their content, and they're putting it on their own streaming channel. Yeah, good luck with that. I as much as I hate the fact that they're doing it, it's going to be successful. No, it's not. I think it will be. No, it's not. And you know why? Because no, it's not. But it's going to because no, every everything that they do will go to their streaming service over cable. No, it's not. Avengers films, you know, no. anything Marvel. No. E even the TV shows like Daredevil that was on Netflix no. and produced by Netflix. No. Disney. No. They have the rights to it. No. They could continue that show and say, no. "You want to watch Daredevil? Subscribe no. to our service." Here's my two reasons why it's not going to work. Okay. And I remember hearing that. One, they're not going to dump the money into Daredevil that, like, Netflix was. First of all. You never know. No, no. I know. Two, your average person is not going to say, oh, let me pay Disney so I can watch Daredevil while 80% of their shit is this mindless fucking kid-oriented nonsense? <laughs> well, that is true. Not gonna happen. Yeah, that that they're thinking like, oh, we have Daredevil, we have this, and we have like Avengers, so we're gonna like, you know, we have the Marvel stuff, and so we're gonna have our own streaming channel. So yeah, great. But beyond that, what do you have? 
10 years of fucking mindless shit Disney Channel shows. Yeah. The fact that I can't name one of them shows you how fucking pointless they are. Uh, I don't think their streaming service will be as successful uh, as Netflix, but I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, and they're like, oh, why should we let them get the money for that? They're like, oh, yeah, let's release Guardians of the Galaxy and her Marvel films on our streaming site. It's like, all right, and when they're done watching those films, they can watch ten seasons of iCarly. <laughs> they're not fucking, no. It's, no. Fucking no. No. We'll see. No. But, I, I, well, I, I, it's a dick move no matter how you cut it, so. I, I don't even think it's a dick move. I mean, it's their copyright. I think it's a stupid move. Because they think that they like, oh, all our content, people come with us. Yeah, people are going to pay $20 a month to watch your shit just to watch four movies and then like, 10 seasons of like uh, salute the fucking flag or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I Again, I mean, there's so many mindless fucking Disney shows that I've heard about like peripherally. I can't think of one of them except for iCarly. I don't even and think that's because- Disney. I think that's Nickelodeon. Is that the same thing? The, no. I've rested my case. I think Nickelodeon is owned by Viacom. I, 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 don't, even, I don't even know. But I know I, it's not Disney. I rest my fucking case. Disney has spent the last 10 years uh, focusing their mainstream, uh, their own financed television shows towards... 10 year olds and and 14 year olds and now they're thinking oh we'll just take all of our adult material <laughs> and we'll put it on a streaming site and they'll have to pay for that and I, I guarantee every fucking adult is like I'm not paying 20 fucking dollars a month extra to watch fucking car you okay <laughs> what are you okay why can you hear me uh you cut it you cut it in and out oh I'm sorry Okay. All right. Let me sum up. Dumb fucking idea. Disney's losing their fucking mind. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. That's what they make. Billions of dollars. Bullshit. But they're going to lose money on this whole streaming idea. It's, it's, It's fucking nonsense. All of a sudden, every single company is like, hey, we can corner the market on streaming. No, you can't. You can't because you're only offering your material, and people that want streaming want all material. That is, that's a good point. We'll see that's, what happens. That's the beginning and end of it. This is like when you got HBO, it was like, oh, I'm only going to watch HBO films. It's like, no, you're going to watch films with different different companies based on what they're bringing in. Right. And I mean, with Disney Channel, it was different. Like, Disney Channel, oh, yeah. I have a 10-year-old, and I can't be fucking bothered to entertain him, so I'm going to let him sit in front of TV all day so they can watch fucking Goofy doing stupid shit. Great. That's it. Like, the Playboy channel back then, it's like, oh, yeah, we're the only channel that has smut. You know, you can watch us, you can watch HBO at 2 in the morning. That's it. But now we're, like, in the real world, and they see, like, oh, yeah, all these fucking people are 20 years in the past thinking, oh, this will work. It's fucking ridiculous. Who's, who's still buying smut? Like, you can still do video on demand stuff. It's like, who still does that with all the free internet porn? 
You mean who's getting subscriptions to specific porn sites? Not I porn sites. Idea. I'm talking about like doing a pay-per-view for smut. Like who's oh, doing that? No, no one, no one, no one is. They still offer it. Do they? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I I don't order any of that stuff, but I know it's there. Neither do I. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're gonna end this shit. Let's do that. Should. Yes, we before, should. Before anything is incriminating comes out. The incriminating. 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 You, you know what I, said. I know what you, you said. <laughs> All right, everybody. Episode 287. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download the show there. You can listen to the show there. You can watch live every week at 8 o'clock on Thursday and hang out with oh, us. Hey again. I'm going to cut it real quick. Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> from from that from that charming introduction, I'm going to say quickly. Yes. Since we're now streaming live on YouTube. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, and I've only learned this from watching other YouTube channels, you should subscribe to us. <laughs> That's I should start then, saying that. Yeah. If you like us, subscribe to us. Because now you're watching more of us, and then we get more viewers, and that means absolutely fucking nothing from our pay grade well, but whatever please don't make any money doing us. this so the next time we have a podcast <laughs> you get a notice so you can ignore it yeah everything he said uh you can go to our facebook page at facebook.com slash everything that we post there from trailers to when we go live or anything that tickles us movie wise goes there you, you know what leave- tickles me i know it tickles you yeah. Uh, you, you can go to uh, you can go and leave us a voicemail at 908-514-4470 oh please fucking do please please. Uh, you can email us the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com you can go We're to our so tumblr lonely. page please email us <laughs> it's moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and you can download the free android app for your phone uh, everything I said is in there you should go do that alright everybody uh, that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Uh, you know, I'm still looking at, at the at the uh, at the uh, plot summary of the Dirt Bike Kid. Oh, jeez. And I got I got nothing. Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's good words enough. Words of wisdom. You know what? Here's the words of wisdom as the holidays approach us. Oh yes. You know, to eschew commercialism and just look towards loving your fellow neighbor. And your fellow friends and there those you who love around you. And for the love of God, follow the flag, sir. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you, as always, for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Mazel tov. <laughs> Gesundheit. Hey, excuse me. And the Shiner beer is not too bad. <laughs>